If you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying. It'll be a warm no, weekend. Is it? Yep. I 85 Saturday, Sunday. Well, we switched it up. It's Thursday night. September 28th. Yeah. Going to try out the record Thursday night post on Friday schedule. I think it works out. I think What's so. the difference? Does it really matter? Hayden messaged me as a joke. I think, I assume. It's Instagram messages, but... Oh no, my entire week schedule's ruined. <laughs> I, it might not have been a joke. His schedule may be ruined. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... But I hope it's not that impactful to people. I doubt it is. It, it probably isn't. It's more impactful to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This so is we've, nice. We've changed this too. We've been here before, but we're now, I think, going to be in Drew's house for a little while. Yep. A temporary permanent studio. Yep. Try, try to get something set up, always just like ready to go. Just turn it on and go. It's easy. Drew does a lot of OnlyFans streaming. So he's got all the lighting and everything set up already. Him and Josh, yeah. Coast Banks. Just going to have to change the camera angle from at my feet to <laughs> So No, you're thinking of Foot Finder, not yeah. OnlyFans. Killing it in the first like minute. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, I don't know. I think it'll work out pretty well. Yeah. That's a good change up for me, not having to worry about my sleep schedule. Yeah. Thursday nights. <laughs> it works out. I, I have a different schedule, and it doesn't really change it at all for me. I think it, even working on Wednesdays, now being like kind of kind of Wednesday through Saturday, but it like makes it my middle of the day. So like a normal week, it's nice. It's Wednesday, Thursday at the park, come back, record here, chill, and then like Thursday, Friday at the park again through Saturday. Yeah. Maybe stay ride Sunday, maybe go ride somewhere else. We should like sneak in a Pines ride Sunday morning. Illegal. Illegal. I'm not going to really do it, but we should do it. I'm done. Maybe. I think it's, I don't, maybe I shouldn't. I, my foot feels good, but <laughs> I'm stoked on it. I want to, but then like my mic also maybe. Like, I'm down. I don't, maybe we shouldn't well, do it. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. That's a place where like I can like easily put my foot down and just like wreck it again. It's feeling good, but potential don't put your there. Foot down. I mean, that's fair, but the potential there to just ruin it, it could happen there. It's a place that it could happen. It could happen anywhere. You ain't wrong. You could step wrong. You ain't wrong, but just maybe we'll think, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. I, I'll see how you do on the race on Saturday. I'll let you know if I want to ride with you or not. <laughs> we sh- uh, you think Bert's, I, I saw Bert's still riding the, the Yamaha. You think he's going to bring it back out? I don't know. Probably. E-bike this he might do e-bike the whole way through to... Track you down. Um, Igor sat on it like at the top before we dropped in and was like, dude, your rebound is like so slow. And I think Bert got confused or didn't see. I don't think he's ever run Rock Shock stuff. He didn't see like the turtle rabbit on the rebound adjuster mm-hmm. and put it all the way slow. Yeah. And then I sat on lunch and was like, dude, your rebound, there's none of it. And it was <laughs> all the way. So I was like, I got to turn all the way up. No. no you Other way. That will happen. Dang. That will happen sometimes. The Yamaha's weird. Yeah. The frame design, I can't get over that. It's, it's, just, it's just weird. It's uh, interesting. It Bert said it Visually, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, kind of like it's different, but it just reminded me a little bit of like the pole just with how the motors twisted up a little bit more. That kind of like lower side of it and everything. Yeah, but like um, better integrated. A little different, I guess. So I don't know. Just a different. little, yeah. Um, but what it's like that that has that kind of feel to the motor position a little bit. But then you get like the the uh, down tube and top tube meet like soon and then you get this like weird long neck yeah to the head tube and then the top tube splits in half for the shock it's just <laughs> kind of funky it's crazy i mean they took they just did their own thing man yeah i don't know he he was ripping it yeah it's Looks weird fun. like that market like specialized dominates it but a lot like that market like is they're not catering to mountain bikers they're catering to to dirt bike people mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, transfer because those over. things yeah. are sold at Mountain Motorsports, right? Mm-hmm. So GNCC like specialized might not be the title sponsor. It might be, but they're like one of the biggest sponsors, and they have like a huge, um, like like a trailer setup, and they sell bikes at the GNCCs. Like people use pre- them. Like you have to pre ride, yeah. and you've got probably over five hundred people, if not closer to a thousand kids and adults out there riding specialized e-bikes that's crazy that's one way to do it yeah and they don't i don't a lot of them don't seem to know what's going on a bicycle they're all trashed yeah well um if we do see bert on that yamaha it'd be because of our race series right that's what i was gonna say saturday was a pretty decent turnout you can tell Fall season's different. There's a lot more sports. First week, I think we had like 25 riders out. Yep. Uh, but spread across all the classes. It was good. Um, I always say it's interesting. People ask when they're signing up, hey, I don't know what class should I should sign up for. It's like, how do you feel? And I've never done a race before. It was like, well, there's a lot of people that have done races before and they're an open class and they're good riders and you might be better than them. So you, you do open. I was like, I don't know. You can also do amateur because there's a lot of people that are like really good riders, but they're scared to do open and they've raced before and they do amateur and they crush it. I was like, so but both classes are interesting in terms of how they're spread out and everything. They always have been. Some people, yeah, just put me in open. They don't crush it, but there's a, what doesn't matter. So they're, we had a nice like six or seven in amateur, six or seven in open, four in e bike, five in e bike, four. Four or five, four. five. There was four. Yeah. yeah, four or I five. Anybody. The, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good little spread up. Yep. So good first turnout. We used our new timing system. Much more accurate. Yep. Um, I thought it worked out really well. We're down to accurate to the minute instead of accurate to the hour. No, we got tenths. I saw tenths on the thing. We technically were doing to the hundredths of the second, is what the setting was. Um, but it's not what I printed out. But that's yeah. what it's organized by. So like. But the results didn't. It didn't come down to a point where you need to show more decimal points. Yeah. It was a tricky finish line. Um, John Mike came down. He was pissed because he had raced the simple green one, and I think in the summer series, and the finish line wasn't in the exact same place. So Neil was like standing, like right where you get out of simple green onto the the gravel. Yeah. And he like had sat down and like stopped, and then he saw Neil, and he was like, "Fuck." What, you remember we had that riders meeting up at the top, and I specifically remember John Mike being up there for it. Well, he was trying to figure out how to make his GoPro mount vertical. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had that meeting up there, and we talked about 
Finish was going to be at outside of the shade at the very end of all of that up the hill and everything because we need to be able to see race plates clearly. Yeah, but uh, that is nice. So the the new system allows you like we got it from whoever told you at right Beham, but new system lets you just like tap a bib number and f- hit finish. So like as you get through riders, there's only so many bibs to select, so it gets easier as you get the pack down because you're just like the way they had explained it to me is you hit finish and then hit the bib number. Um, it, technically, yeah. Like we messed up the setup a little bit, um, but it had enough data points to give us what we needed. Um, so, but that like but that, that makes so, it easier. So you yeah. So just, what you do is you all set, you got to do is just watch as hit finish and then you click on the bib number. Um, I think maybe you can flip it either or. But yeah, you set one the device at the bottom gets set as the finisher device, so it doesn't. It's just basically finish, finish. Like as you hit the bib, you're like t- telling it that's the finish time, basically. Yeah. Um, and it just then becomes like red, so you're not worrying about those anymore, right? So like that grid gets easier to read as fewer riders need to come down. But it was a nice system; it worked out well. So we got, I guess, on our events coming up. Then we have another our race two Saturday. That's Saturday, September thirtieth. Yep. You staying out for that? Yeah. Keeping in the e-bike class? Yeah. You got first place, didn't you? Yeah. You what are we you? racing? I don't know. I didn't secret. even ask Josh this week. Top secret. Top yeah. secret. We were, dang, we're switching up the day we're releasing, and we don't even know what trail. Text him real quick. We'll see uh, if we can let him Yeah, I'll in. text him and then yeah. see if we can get a response by the end um, of the podcast. And then October 7th, we got our third race, uh, race three of the fall race series. October 14th, Rambo Ride Day. So that's a benefit trail day for Rambo. So all of our uh, proceeds will be going to the Rambo trail organization for the day. So hopefully a bunch of big uh, support for that day. Um, And we also have our fourth race that day as well. So we're doing a race day and a Rambo uh, benefit day as well. So that'll be a good one. And then end of October, uh, October 28th, we have the Halloween Jam as well as the uh, fifth race of our race series on that day. So that's going to be another big day. Race, bunch of all the Halloween events. I think we're doing the night riding that day and everything too. So October's going to be packed out. Uh, beginning of November, we also have the Women's Park Takeover and Clinic. I know Josh says he's going to be posting something on Instagram about that soon. So that'll be a pretty nice uh, better. weekend takeover. Um, and then going into November 18th, we got the... Uh, MTB Atlanta Ride Day, uh, so another benefit ride day. Uh, all proceeds going to MTB Atlanta for that one. Uh, that's all the stuff up until basically the go nuts race after Thanksgiving. Pretty yep. stacked calendar, back to back weekends of racing. Racing's been fun. Weather's only getting better. Way too stacked calendar. Wow, you ready for it? Yeah, that's it. That's good. Just events every weekend, basically. Well, I'm That's getting. What, I'm. I'm ready for it. Hit me with it. You don't have to do anything. You don't work weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun for shop. Yeah, keeping it busy. Yeah, but also events are fun. They're fun days. They yep. get a little hectic they sometimes. They bring a lot of people, but also like a lot of new faces come out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always fun stuff. You get to see all the homies too. Like race weekends, we got dialed. It's not a big deal really anymore. No, like Saturday race day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it helps with the crowd a little bit because I mean you hold everyone up there for the race so you're right at that like time eleven o'clocks. We shouldn't tell everyone that this is not what we're doing and we like supporting the race, but like eleven o'clocks normally like on a Saturday right when the second truck needs to go out eleven eleven thirty depending on the day. 
But now we're just holding everyone running up there for the race, so you can just keep running one truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that spreads it nicely. Yeah, and then you do rewards. So if people care about awards, and you're bringing people back at like lunch for uh, you need to have food truck out there, but bring everyone back for lunch for awards and everything, and then from there, you just gotta go back out and ride. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick setup. I might try to come out Saturday. You should do it. Race. What are you doing Saturday afternoon? Um, headed down the Woodstock to hang out with Jordan. Fair enough. But um, yeah, yeah. Probably come race. Maybe hit a two holer. Well, in the parking lot. It might be busy. Saturdays. Saturday. This Saturday, the thirtieth, is Walden's Ridge Park opening. So oh, yeah? I'm, I'm gonna race and then go check that out. Nice. Jack Gwen, our one thousandth. Subscriber giveaway, like and he's like, comment, on. subscribe, guys. He's pumped on it, but uh, Jade, uh, will but be he's there. he's said a lot of really good things about it, and yeah. so has Jade Lee, our other buddy. And uh, I think Chattanooga Trail Builder did some a lot of work. Uh, there. yep, Benny, yep. Benny. Benny Bradford, Benny Bradford. Yeah. Uh, he did a lot of work out there. I know he's from that area, it's supposed to be pretty sweet from what I've seen of it. Jade, cool. I remember Jade posted a video a while ago when he like rode after a ride day. Like, I mean, it's been pretty dialed. I saw some of Semi Cindy stuff out there been pretty dialed but i think they definitely went yeah. and refreshed everything i remember the first picture i saw of that place was um one of their step ups carved into the hillside and everything around the landing and the lip was just nicely manicured leaves mm-hmm. it was just nice to look at mm-hmm. they have some cool stuff i think they did a good job with it i, I, I mean i gotta work them off sunday i asked jade if it's open on sunday he's like i think it's open just after saturday it's open so i might go check it out sunday We'll see what happens. Supposed to be fun. Get yeah. my, I, I can still get myself in trouble on jump lines. You <laughs> followed me. That's what we talked about recently. So is sketchy. On the road trip, when you left, that was Burke Day, and Burke still had some like jump lines and some blue jump lines with some speed. You were in Burke, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was, Drew was like, you can leave. I was like, oh, that's risky. And it was risky. <laughs> I can still risky get myself. I can still get myself in trouble on some fast blue jump lines. Like, yeah. All right, well, this just in from the man himself, Josh, the race trail. It's going to be a long one. Uh-oh. You're going to have to do a little little pedaling. We like this one, though. This is a mix-up. We haven't done this full lap before, so it's going to be Armucci to the shuttle trail all the way through past the step-up turn-off through, like, that second little creek crossing. Okay, I like that. That's fun. Yeah. That is long. So not the step up, just the end of the shuttle trail. Yeah, just the end of the shuttle, like the actual regular shuttle trail. So I like that turn. I don't. I mean, I think most a lot. Of, I don't know how many people go on the step. You up. can launch into oh, that, dude, and you can rail that. It's like a full one eighty. You can just turn your head and lean, and you yeah. just go ripping through there. It's, mm-hmm. It is bad because it's the first warm up turn. But like after I've gotten a couple laps, and I'll come down off of our Mucci, like just like dialed, like boom. You can. It's yank through it and so that, hard the, like the double roller into it is like huge and not poppy at all but <laughs> yeah. the one so the one before that like the like right where the split to the step up is mm-hmm. like launching down that one mm-hmm. and then like launching the second one into the corner that's fun i love that i don't really hit that step up i probably will once my like ankle heel gets a little bit better I get some passes that like kids eat free and it feels good. Like that doesn't look too bad. Like, but I don't really hit that step up, but I love that part of that trail. You yeah. I hit the step up left. more than I hit the 
the regular trail, but the regular trail is it's just a, as It's just a blast. That was one of the first turns you built before you went and redid our Moochie, really. You that know, was. That was yeah. the first turn I built after we had our Rock Creek trip and yeah. learned what real berms were. <laughs> so I, w- before we get too deep into our disc golf shenanigans for the week, because that's obviously a chapter we update on, um, <laughs> what's the trail happenings? I was out Monday, Tuesday. I'm I'm on the Wednesday, Thursday trail happening schedule. That's yesterday, today. So what happened Monday, Tuesday? Let's start there. Anything same? We put the wind socks out. Got the wind socks up. People seem to be stoked on that. That'll be good. So that's nice. It's on the lander right side of the fifty footer. You can see it on the forty footer Franklin um, landing coming down on air supply, and then the other ones on right side lander of um the last jump on armucci and you can see that from the lander of the second on armucci kizzy free free, not armucci that's silly yeah (laughs) they're both green trails on the map (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. don't think about it yeah yeah um that's exciting yeah we've had those sitting for a while and i've just been yeah um backlogging that but got around to doing that yeah. it, was, it was one of those ones just like a fall summer's not as windy the temperature differences of fall like of mornings to afternoons i think um brings a little bit more wind and everything especially in the evening time and stuff you definitely feel it like afternoon going into evening and pick up and change and stuff and it was like jared had that hit uh, he was on that last area kids free and it makes sense because it's kind of like big gravel road coming up and then a big wide area that just like kind of grabs it but he was on that last jump on kids free and just got blown a little bit with a big gust we've seen that like, happen yeah mm-hmm. michael on the 50 we talked about it but so it's like that's just another area very similar to the 50 footer where it's yeah. just like wide and open and you get stuck you get that kind of like funnel effect a little bit yeah yeah um but it's like yeah so we just it's another pay attention to it's hard what we said, even with the windsock, is there's still is like we need to find find a way. Don't know the answer, but like just training, right? Because it's like we know experienced riders know to pay attention to wind, but like a rider that hasn't experienced yet doesn't have a reference. You're like, oh, be careful wind. Then they look and the windsock's going. They're like, yeah, that's not bad. They don't really know, right? Because they it's yeah. just like teaching, training, and on those two jumps really right. if the wind sock is is moving at all it's like pay attention don't risk it yeah it's not worth it there's the jumps a will still, still be there yeah that's fair um but yeah we need we do need to look you said and there's a science to the wind socks and everything like that um of like segments i think they are like marked segments on yeah it. and like what what each like wind speed means it's just, just different speeds yeah, it'd just be cool to know. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I mean, it's if anything, like, you know, to pay attention if it's blowing. Yeah, that's the obvious sign. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes people don't know what to look for. Yeah, for obvious signs, even so. But if it is windy, let your shuttle driver know so we can make the safe call and close things that need to be closed. Yeah. Did you have um any more machine work? Did you just finish that stuff along the road at the very end of lower squat rack, or was that already done? I didn't notice it last weekend. Uh, I finished that Monday. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I thought that wasn't done Monday. I thought that was still like kind of like just grassy stuff over there, like hedge trimmed down or whatever. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished up that section of lower squat rack on Monday. Oh. That's gonna be 
dusty if you're pedaling through there and the truck's coming by. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Yep. laughs> Sorry. I was just saying, I just have seen that truck. It will I, be, but then you look back sometimes on the shuttle truck and you've got an e-biker right behind the shuttle truck on the shuttle road they're not supposed to be on just getting completely dusted out. <laughs> that, I don't know why. Like, they, why would you do that? I know. I've <laughs> seen it happen. I'm like, all right. That thing gets that just kicks up a storm. It's fine on the truck because you move past it. But yeah, if you're riding past it, you're just getting right. Like I mean, I've crush seen and it, run I've dust. I've seen it blasted. multiple times. Literally, like right behind the shuttle yeah. trailer, just getting obliterated. Yeah. I've also done it too. That was. Like... I mean, you can hear that shuttle truck coming. So like, I I would pull off or like let them pass or something. Get out the way. Don't be on the road in the first place. Exactly, is which is the goal of. The lower squat rack adjustments, which is, I guess Monday, did you and Jason start on finishing? Yeah, on we've Monday? just been working on that. Yeah, Me so you and Jason. Jason started on the finishing work on Monday. Yeah, we'll continue on and then it. Built a bridge and yeah. did some finish work. Yeah, yeah, did so I did some work on that. I mean, that's basically been the week. It's back to like climbing trail grind, which is interesting. We talked about it another time. It's having no features makes it go like it's monotonous, but it goes fast in terms of distance covered. Right? It's mm-hmm. just like. Did you measure it? No. Might as well do it at the end. Yeah, measure it when it's all finished. But there's so no features. The there's footages. no quad packing on the up, right? There's no berms on the up. It's just yeah. a one-way trail. So there's, it's just to kind of get get off of the road for lower squat rack just because, and for the cross-country race for go-nuts. But it is nice to sometimes get off the road. Now there's only one road crossing? Well, I guess two. At the very bottom and at the very top of the climb? Yeah. Yeah, working to eliminate those yeah. for the race, yeah, and then just for for the future, yeah, yeah. It, it, it'll be it won't be like one will be very hard race, yeah. What's gonna be very hard by the first punch? Well, did you listen in on the finish corral we'll, talk? We'll, we'll cover that. There's stuff. a there's yeah. a plan for that. Okay, to have okay, and it it actually you're you're not wrong. You unless you're coming from basically the shuttle trail mm-hmm. you couldn't eliminate that but that yeah you have to get all the way over i there. was being technical i didn't yeah yeah but yeah but we, we do have some plans we can get into that, that later we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that but yeah that would be cool it is i mean i told drew and it's just nice like i gotta go get my wheels back from six's pit but i get the yeti back since the slam hams down we'll get to that later thanks will <laughs> Thank yourself for never ever doing any maintenance on that. <laughs> um, but like it, it's it's a nicer pedal overall. Like even on like a regular bike, that like radiant and that whole trail. And it's nice down there by the river. And it's going into fall and the weather's good. You're like oh, I can go out and pedal that loop. Yep. Um, and not too bad. Um, and I like that area down there. It's kind of quiet over there. But there's a lot of switchbacks. It's just, it, it takes a minute to get back up that hill. When, yeah. I, when I walked it, it was longer than I thought it was going to be. It's a lot of switchbacks, but I try to keep the grade manageable. It's, yeah. It seems good. Yeah. Finishing and everything like that. Yeah. I probably would have done like a... Not exactly a straight line over there from the creek crossing. Yeah, but kind of like a ease into it, and then get steep at the very end. But I probably could have done more on that long straight after the creek. Yeah, gained a lot more well, elevation right there. Yeah, I'm not nitpicking, but I'm just saying that's probably what I would have done, which would have been wrong, obviously. 
But no, uh, it would have been wrong. Well, there's no wrong answer. I mean, keeping it chill and climbable for regular but also pedal it bikes spreads it out. So if you do need anything right there later, you got some space. Instead yeah, of kind of cutting. There. But that kind of just makes it hard and like unnecessarily because that's literally the beginning. So that should be pretty easy. Warm up and everything. Yeah. And then towards the top is where it gets but you a think bit about harder. full lower yeah. squat rack as the full experience it's kind of what it's doing yeah. starting mellow down by the river warming up and then it builds up at the end it gets steep steep not like steep steep of but the like new section or the old section the, the entire like the old section yeah, yeah it does right? like so, that that last that long straight before you hook like the yeah. the right as a punch left, it is. that one just gets like steeper and steeper mm-hmm. so the it's big like finale it is kind of like a build it's it is a nice build up Get some pedaling, then you go down that hill, take some turns, and you're like, all right, here we go. Here's the grind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good thing we're not sending the XC riders to the upper squat rack. God, can you imagine? <laughs> what do you what would you send someone on a cross country bike back down? Not Ladybug. Not the service road. They die. They just be stuck, stuck. up there. <laughs> it's They're just stuck. one climb. That's the whole race. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be like two way traffic to climb. You guys gotta walk back down, sorry. <laughs> Like lacrosse. We do need eventually, and it's still okay, and I think it's fine. A lot of people end up hiking biking in general, but like we probably do need to take a pass at lower or at the upper squat rack sometime going into next year. Well, I like I've wanted to do a machine pass at it. It's a full and I like looked on it, looked at it, and I was like, God damn, like this is gonna be impossible. But with some like some rerouting basically same layout but extending a bunch of the straights to make them less steep like yeah it, it's doable kind of what you did with lower squat rack when you first went and redid that middle section now yeah um it'd still be hard yeah it'd be hard work there. probably a spring project or something so if I said we next, wanted it, to it, yeah it'd next be, year sometime it'd be but. a solid few weeks yeah but we're booked out till we're about out. <laughs> december no, even call December. It, call January into January. Yeah. We busy. We did put some. Uh, I put a couple of the new. I got a few more to put out still, but a couple of the nice new signs out. Yep. I like the signs when they put them up, and I looked like uh, the trail merch sign on um, double wide the senior. That's not a nice little touch. Is that people miss that up above the turn a lot? They're not trail merge, trail splits, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we've needed that one for so long. A lot of people get confused and take the old exit. Yeah, so that's nice there. That one's, that one's like a sneaky one. Which one? Uh, The double wide to senior, that oh, new split. Yeah. How yeah. it's like on top of the berm. You can't really see it that well. Yeah. Um, I like that. And then the other, the trail split sign at the bottom of Armucci is nice yeah that was, um, that was neat that was there's needed a lot signs all over the place in there but yeah but there still is like the the clear distinction where it's like that's way to the shuttle yeah we did we said like we got a, a couple more to put on moochie but i like those merge signs like turn yeah. sideways at the diamond yellow back could like call out yeah drew made the point of like being consistent with colors for purposes like when 
and he wrecked into a drainage ditch by under a bridge <laughs> at Bolton. Okay, because <laughs> I was looking at the sign. I've heard two very different stories on this. Blair claims Drew was crawling out from underneath the bridge. Drew says, I was just on the side of the trail. Blair made it sound like somehow he got him and his it whole bike just, underneath the bridge. Well, it was perspective. Perspective, yeah. <laughs> so all oh, I my. see is I'm coming up. So the way it is, it's a left turn onto the bridge. So I'm coming up to turn. All I see is Drew coming up and the, like from behind the bridge, basically. So I like I'm like Drew's coming up from like under the bridge. Yeah, that's what it looks <laughs> so like. He's like further back, and the the bridge is to the left. Yeah, and he sees me coming out from under it. But what happened was I was riding and I saw the sign. I was trying to read the sign, so that kind of the sign's on the right side. So I'm looking right, and then my bike's going right towards the ditch so i had to bail and then i just hit the other side of the ditch right next to the bridge so that's how i was just getting out of the ditch but it looked like i was climbing under the bridge it's got out of the ditch that goes under the bridge yeah but um yeah signs are great but there is a yeah. purpose and there's usefulness is why we have road signs that are like consistent right stop signs etc but like having like, like trail merge signs are always yellow and diamonds turn left like to the side or whatever but like consistency and what we use colors and shapes for i guess it's nice yeah yeah it takes a certain level of thought out of it so you can just focus on like what what are the trails that are merging once you get used to it you're yep. just looking for the two trail names because you know it's a merge or something or a split or anything i don't know that's all i really those are the only important ones i got out so far Got the two on like Dong Fang and Local Pro, but Kids Eat Free sign. Uh, Kids Eat Free and, and well, Senior it, Discount. It actually renamed it as Kids Eat Free Trail, like seventeen seventy six Trail. What a hater. Um, yeah, put that out. There was <laughs> definitely confusion there. People like I don't know which um, they know Senior, but they don't yeah. know what the trail is next to it. And they just always ride Senior and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. That was a, it's just the little things. It's like I mean. We listen. We know like signage is even when you think you're doing a good job on signage, you can do a better job on signage. Yep. Like that is one of those things. I think you can just like where can we improve? You listening and hearing conversations on the shuttle. The shuttle pick up where? Man, I thought I was going to this. I ended up on that. Like okay, like maybe that's just them not paying attention. You tell you're a little silly, or maybe it's like actually confusing. And you're like oh, I could see how that could happen. We Especially get to, for us, we have so many inner connections yeah. all over the place. Well, and I was going to say, especially for us, I guess, personally, because we get so used to the mountain, like when you're an employee of the mountain. Yep. And we know all the inner connections. We know everything, like the back of our hands. And so it's like, like we, oh, yeah, okay, I guess if you don't know it well and you came up here, like you wouldn't yep. know where you're going. It's it's hard to pull out of that perspective because we just know everything, like where everything is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Spent a lot of time on this mountain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I spent most of my time on the mountain. You made it up for the sunrise this morning. Did you post the time lapse? I didn't see it I yet. did. I posted the time oh, lapse. Oh, man. I'm sorry. sorry. That, was, that was a pretty good one. I, I thought about waking Blair up this morning. Apparently, he was already up. But I was up. I should have knocked on your door to see if you wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up at like 5.45. Like, ah, I'm not going back to bed. So... I like the comment, and I swear I subscribed. I don't know why I didn't get notified. <laughs> your new post. You got to turn on Shut post up. notifications. <laughs> yeah. Hit the bell icon, dude. 
<laughs> but I haven't done that in a, in a while. We talk, I, mean, I knew And I was thinking doing. about it. I was like laying in bed. I was like, how should I get up there? Quad? That's probably the safest bet. Cool morning, though. Truck? That's like a luxury. Bike? Yeah, that doesn't sound as fun. The bike doesn't sound that bad. I'm not against it, but it's an early ride down Ladybug. Yeah, it is, a, it is an early morning ride down Ladybug and a pedal up in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Yep. Yeah. Spicy. Spicy. But uh how it was nice. But the road is like so grown in, you can't see the side of the road going all the way up. So it just Is that how feels... you get all those uh poke berries? Yeah, my whole your... truck is just covered in like purple juice. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, this guy's bushwhacking out there. Yeah, I was bushwhacking the whole way. But it was it Made was good. It. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done that in a long time. It was well worth it. And we t- we literally talked about when we were sitting out on the side yeah. porch eating Wendy's, watching the sunset. I was like, man, I haven't called sunrise in a minute. I I definitely lack the motivation most days to do it, and I like don't want to wake up that early. But I definitely prefer a good sunrise. To there's something special about a sunrise or a it, sunset. Yeah, sunsets are awesome, but sunsets seem more easily attainable sunrises seem like you got to work for them you know like, you do it's like that. you got to work for them yeah especially uh, for us like you got you got to make a fucking trek yeah mm-hmm. um as but even outside of like this time of year outside of sunrises because the sunrise is on the opposite side of our mountains so you gotta get to the top top to see it we do still have beautiful like sunrise time periods on the front side of the mountain, especially when it's cool and there's moisture out, because that's when you'll start getting the clouds that sit down in the mountains. I and, do. And I that do. island really enjoy that view. Like looking all the way down the valley, I, we need to take the trees out that are right there on the edge of senior disc yep. or, uh, air supply. So we have like a full 180, but seeing down that valley when it just got clouds floating in there. I love that view, but the, the backside clouds, like it's yeah. not as mountainous, Yeah, but there's so many more little valleys filled with clouds and that's pretty cool. I know. But one of my favorites for sunrise, and it's not a sunrise, but the sun cresting over our mountain, like early morning, like an hour after sunrise, you get the sun peeking over our mountain. That can be really good. You don't get colors, but yeah. Like and then it, that's what I'm saying. So that's trees that's coming over cool. and that starts breaking up the clouds, right? Because the sun's finally coming up. So those clouds that are just like hovering out there just finally start getting broken up. But like, yeah. that's a nice view, too. It's not a sunrise, but it's a nice view. Yeah. Different. That was one of the nice things about when we were working on the climb trail. We were up at Midway every morning to catch the clouds in the valley. Oh, yeah. It's going to get cool working on this downhill track. Oh, yeah. It's going to so, be nice. With it. But, Minus Dominions slaving away on the uh, climbing trail. Uh, Will's been chugging away on the other half of the Go Nuts uh, race. Other, other One of the other thirds. We still have an enduro race as well. That's true, but we don't have to, well, we just have to do maintenance. We don't have to build anything new yeah. for the enduro. Um, but so one of the three events, one of the two that requires some track building. So... You started the process for the new downhill track for Go Nuts, the Cat One Pro. Cat One Pro, a real downhill track for us. Shoo, started that. Buddy. Flagged on Tuesday, Wednesday. Sam Ricks was here on uh, Wednesday. I haven't even got a walk, yeah, and- buddy. I'm gonna take a lunch or some maybe afternoon, evening, like when I clock out with Chance, I'll go hike it and check it out. Yeah. 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 They're like Chance would like that. You get to the Spicy. get to seventy seventy six and then 
fail because the bottom's like super thick and not a whole lot going on. But if you walk any section of it, walk walk the top section. All right. Like the very first section. So Chance will send it. He'll show you the lines. I'll give you the basic layout so people know where it is. But whatever you do. You can't ride it. There's, there's there, there will be no tires on it until race week. There's spikes out already. There's... You know, they do the police chases. You know, the police <laughs> chases. Spikes out already. <laughs> the police chases when they throw the spike strips out to get the tires. Those are out there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find you. We will find you. We got trail cams all over the place. You just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nails in the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. We got that like really skinny wire hanging just at like neck height. <laughs> you don't even have to talk about where it is. Let's just start in the breakdown of it. If you, if, I mean, you see it's closed off. It's don't fucking write it, but we don't even give you an idea of where it is. Just talk about how does it start? I like no, how we're talking about it like this, but it's literally just a pile of rocks, right. and a bunch of sticks, but it's and briars. Yeah, there's not much. Is. There's not much currently. to like walk right now. In a couple of weeks, once it's all cleared, but it'll make more sense. People stumble upon these things at different points in times, and so I'll give you the the layout just because it'll make a little bit more sense. Yeah. So start gate's gonna be from Midway Local Pro on the Local Pro. Cut across right after you cross Dong Feng right there. Yeah. You go across that, and then instead of taking the chute down into Local Pro, you go directly across Local Pro. Yeah. Then from there, it is... Rock Garden? Probably. I I think my estimation, depending on how fast you are, is 20 seconds to over a minute of just Rock Garden. Mm-hmm. Big or small rocks? Big rocks? There's a lot of big rocks in there. We're going to get most of the the small ones out and get all the loose ones out and then be left with some like some big boys. Some chunk of boys. Some mm-hmm. chunk of boys. And it's, Local Pro's got some chunk of boys in there. That are, there's some loose stuff in there still, but there's some chunky boys in there. It does, but this is like, this will be the realest rock garden that we have on the mountain. And it is hectic. You know what I'm going to say, Drew. Do it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh. It is a, it is a hell yeah. When you see it, you'll realize. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the. I, I mean, after the northeast trip, I'm super into rock gardens, man. I'll milk those bad boys all day. Like twenty seconds, I'm in. That's on my end. I'm gonna be like eighteen, nineteen seconds probably. Yeah, I can eat those cookies. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be rock garden until you get back on the local pro, right before the rock garden, right before the bridge crossing armucci so you'll join up with local pro going into that mm-hmm. little rock garden cross armucci on the local pro bridge hit the right and then you got like a little left and then you'll split off right from local pro again and then from there it's all new trail again all the way to the bottom i know it's through that area too that's but i mean it's between local pro and 76 so i mean i know what all is in there we did some ex- kind of, but not really. Kind of, and I don't know everything, but we did some exploring there's when we some, did. There's, there's some, a skitter road back there. There is like one hell of a skitter road, which is now the access road. Like, you got a person on the back of a quad, y'all are flipping it. Really? It's steep. <laughs> Where did it come from? It's probably the continuation of that. It's other a skitter st- road. What do you mean? A, a log skitter. Yeah. So it's probably the continuation of the upper mountain one by No, that's a different one. That one goes from basically where um 
See which creek is that? That one either goes from that's the, we're talking like the Dongfeng one, right? Basically, no. So that one actually goes kind of like it went up where the downside of the road is, and then you know, like the service road that goes up to the Dongfeng Bridge. Mm-hmm. That's that skitter road. Mm-hmm. So we're over. If you're looking up the mountain, we're over to the right. Oh, uh, I was talking about basically right of the upper road. You just went up. There's like the shoot of death. And going up there, there's like an old, old skitter road that just shoot a death kind of like got turned into on Dongfeng. No, so no. that's actually drainage ditch. The yeah. The road up to the very top is the skitter road. Oh, okay. That's the original skitter road. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, okay. But skitter road, access road, whatever. Yeah. And then it, it, we get like a whole section of like whatever those like skinnier hardwood trees are. The tulip poplars? They might be that. The big leaf ones? Big leaf, and they don't grow in like groves. Yeah, like the, the ones tall, that skinny the, ones. the ones that bend down on all the trails. Yeah, but it's like a whole section of just that is pretty cool, and then the bottom is like a whole section of just pines. So it'll be a good variety. You get rock garden, then there'll be some like other just raw stuff like natural corners we're gonna do a little wider kind of like a lot wider wider. like see how what lines develop and stuff think 17 times five leaving some little like trees to develop in the middle trees in the middle yeah yeah i'm into that like that makes line options when you say like downhill tracks cool i think yeah we like the uh the snowshoe vibe not not snowshoe um killington vibe killington track we ran yeah so we'll have We'll, we'll clear it wide. There'll be some tighter sections and some a, a lot more wider sections. Like that whole rock garden, if it develops in right, it'll have five lines or so for most of it. Love that. That's, I mean, that we've talked about it. We have tech on the upper mountain, but like the sustained tech, like what we found in like Snowshoe and Northeast and stuff like that, we definitely don't have any series of like super sustained tech like that. So opening that We also up, don't have like a lot of line choice. Yeah, like we tried to a little bit on 76, or sorry, not 76, Ladybug when we developed like that first straight. But just there the one, is, yeah. But just the one main one got ridden. And... But like the, the difference in this and that will be those were like planned mm-hmm. line, like options. Yeah. This will be like More wide random. open, raw yeah. line it's, choice. Yeah. yeah. With like room to like weave back and forth, you know, so it, it'll open up a lot more options Ooh. and probably create some so interesting racing. Some cool stuff. We got like yeah. a, a month and a half ish until go nuts. So I guess I got a month and a half until I got to get my slam ham fixed. Like two months at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I'm trying to get first laps on these things before all the racers crush it. I mean, you know, we got to tra- test it for them. Yeah, we do have to get it tested. So, yeah. So I need to have get this, you up and running. I know. I'm going to have to. I mean, I know I'll get the telemetry cameras out before the bike's finished, back been like up and running and everything. Like I can go and pre-put the telemetry cameras for the reflectors out and everything. Yeah. 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 Well, that's downhill track. We're moving on to slam him. But <laughs> that's about all you'll, you'll hear about from trail updates for the next next month and a half basically that'll that's gonna be all downhill track basically we'll keep you updated look at look for the stories we're gonna finish the climb trail and it's basically we're gonna be going behind probably machine working through there right or um the top rock section will be all handwork 
the bottom section I'm machine plucking and then leaving raw for most of it. Okay. And then there'll be like a bigger motorway section at the bottom. Uh, I think we're approved for a road gap. We'll have a trail, like a, a an actual drop drop bridge over 76. It'll have some, some cool features on it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We should uh probably make more of an effort to collect some content from this. Yeah. Show the should. process or something, let it develop. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Drew yeah. gave me Drew gave a sweet sweet picture on the Instagram of a trimmer blade. What? The That was me. Yeah, I know. That was, that, was, that was perspective on what it looks like to, to clear trails. You can't see anything. You can't see anything. <laughs> to flag trails, I mean, not to clear them. To flag Literally a, a row of small, tiny little pines. I will you. say, though, Google Maps is the greatest thing of all time because it downloads your home area so you can use it without oh, service, fine. and it'll still, like, satellite pin your location for reference. I use that so much in flagging that. Um, yeah, so that's Mark talked about that on that trail effect podcast. Yeah. Um, they talk about like their process a little bit. It's like walking it, flagging it, you're good with the flag once you're good at flagging, then pinning it, like GPS pinning it. So you have yeah. like all the full thing, like Strava, anything. You can do a hike, anything, but you're just getting all the pins for it. So yeah, like where it is and everything. That gives you, if you were to go wanting to do actual like surveying, right, you could then take those GPS points and pull it into like a, deeper level surveying system that'd give you more like defined elevation plots to work with and stuff. Yeah. Um, but this I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. I haven't been this excited in a long time. Big moves. I gotta get more trail work too, which means I gotta help on this trail a lot more. Yeah, we're gonna need it. I mean that is <laughs> looking at it, we finished this, it's it's going back to basically how like local pro was different track but like i mean that's local pro is mostly all hand cut up but like all the first three quarters of local pro were hand cut minus like the road crossing at the very top top and then like basically at the bottom when you brought the machine for that but like that's what we're looking at minus we get to build some more fun features into this one yeah good bit of woodwork for you drew oh boy gonna be good all right i've been trying to practice been practicing practicing What's the, what's uh what does he say? He's mispronounced the kid and he's like slaps the other kid and he's like, check out what I've been practicing. And then he like slaps him and he's like, oh yeah. You seen that one? No, and what reference to what? Like, are we talking like, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite? Are we talking reels? Like, what do you? It's just like some, some video this little kid like took and he's like, check out what I've been practicing. And yeah. he like fake slaps another kid. He comes back to the camera and he gets up all of it and he's like, oh yeah. No, I haven't seen that one. It's pretty good. It's probably some Zoomer thing. Yeah. But anyway. Dude, I was yeah. just I can tell you right now from the last <laughs> time I swiped away, I'm forty one messages missed on the Loam Society message group. I'm way back. That's a bad back. That's impressive. I'll just open it. Because there's not a lot posted in there very often. There hasn't been a lot of bangers recently. Yeah, just every that just means when you've been the, gone for like months. Just every morning when you've been on the shitter. Yeah. 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 Not much recently, just every day. No, not a lot of bangers. Oh, not a lot of bangers. That's because yeah. I haven't been in there. 
Yeah, I know. Your algorithm's fucked. <laughs> I know it is. I've been separating a little bit so I can get back to my good fucky shit. Blair gets no actual content. It's all just the most outrageous memes of all time. I get content. I watch all the great fucking mountain biking videos. They're so great. They're cool. So good. But they're not nearly as good as the trash I see. Yeah. <laughs> the trash. Yeah. Drew gets, Drew gets more of it than most people. Shadow Wizard Money King. <laughs> we love casting spells. You want um you want to tell the slam ham story from your side of the picture, Will? Yeah. So uh, okay, when was it? S- Sunday. S- Sunday. I think it was Sunday. It was Saturday. I think Saturday afternoon because I was there. Okay. Yeah, Saturday there. afternoon. You guys had to look at it and be sad all day Sunday. Blair's in there. He's like, I got some creaking going on. So I'm going to take apart the, the linkage. No, 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 no. This, okay, I'm telling my side okay. of the story. This is how okay. I remember it. Okay. I got I got a lot of creaking going on, so I'm going to take everything apart. I don't think you said linkage. Thing. I'm going to take everything apart and regrease it, put it back together. And it's got a call-it system. Like how Santa Cruz's have, where there's, for all the links, is a through axle with a collet that pinches it. Yeah, most of this is all true. Yes, keep going. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I'm not really paying attention. He's over there. He's got it all taken apart, except the only thing he's taking apart is he's just taking the collets out of them, and he's regreased those, and he's going to put in the little pinch collet back in, not the actual axle. So I'm like, well, while you're at this, like, he's got it all back together. I'm like, while you're at this, you might as well, like, take the actual, like, linkage part apart and regrease that. Like, wouldn't that make sense if you got creaks coming from your linkage? So, like, not just service, like, a bolt that's not causing creaking at all and <laughs> regrease the, the axles and the bearings? Like, that probably makes sense. Oh, yeah, oh, fuck. I gotta take it all back apart. So, he gets to call it back off and then... um the axles are just ungodly seized. <laughs> oh god! And they're trashed. You got one of them out. Yeah. And he's like, "Look how fresh that looks!" And it was, it there was no grease on it. It was <laughs> just brown. No, there is some grease. It just had a lot of dirt in that grease. But there's a little bit of grease there on the bottom holding the dirt on. Yeah. So trash. Anyway. So basically. <laughs> basically Blair's never taken apart that before so he gets gets that one out puts it back in and that's part of like the rocker link so there's two axles on like each side of it so he takes that one out takes the back one out puts it back in whatever goes to take out the front one and the front one is not seized on the threads but it's seized in the bearings so as he's backing as we're both like wrenching on it backing it it out what it's doing is it's basically the rocker arm is acting as the nut and it's like cantilever pushing on it yeah and stripping out all the threads oh so we take we have to take the other one out back out to get the um the rocker link arm off yeah and then that axle is just thoroughly seized like in I the bearings hammered on the end of this axle like just with the rubber <sighs> mallet just was smacking it so hard and it didn't move not it, at all it didn't move at all and it is so crunchy <laughs> so <laughs> and the threads on that swing arm piece that was on the backside are stripped so i gotta get a new one of those yeah so 
the end, like half of that story is all accurate. Where I struggle with is the beginning. Credits to thinking what you were maybe thinking, and that's maybe where our diversion happened, even in the conversation then, because like there was no grease involved in what I was doing. I knew <laughs> I understood how the collets worked. I had those axles pulled out. I was not greasing. What, what was your end goal though? I was tightening it. I was. It was listed as fifteen newton meters. I was going to put it twenty newton meters, and I was going to put those caps back on and be done. Okay, but what, there is no grease involved. No, no, I was no, making sure them bad boys were what, tight. What was the end goal? Make sure them bad boys were tight. And no, it was to stop it from creaking. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. But my goal was just to tighten it. There wasn't even. I wasn't even going to grease the cola bolts. I was going to make sure. It was, no, no, that was your execution on how are you going to get it to stop creaking. <laughs> yeah. The end goal was to get it to stop creaking. Right? Yeah, we yeah. We can but agree so, on that. Yeah, but so my plan was literally. So I was there with a torque wrench, cola axles pulled out. I was there on the torque wrench, like making sure they're tight. He's like. <laughs> wait, wait, back up one sec. They're the the torque specs fifteen newton meters. Why did you bump to twenty newton meters? Because we only could find the because we, we only have a giant torque wrench, and the minimum a, setting is twenty <laughs> newton meters. <laughs> we have a small torque wrench, but we don't have any heads that fit it. All the Allen key heads are for the bigger one, so the minimum was twenty. I was like, it'll fucking work. It's the slam ham. So all I was trying to do was over torque. The axles, okay, and then put the collets back in there. You were, no trying, grease. you were trying to correctly torque them, and then when I offered up my torque wrench, she was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I just <laughs> use this and over torque them." So <laughs> that didn't matter because it came back out after over torquing them. But all I was trying to do was over torque them, put the collets back in, torque those to spec, and be done with it. And then Will's over there, and this is what I hear from Will: "Why don't you just pull the whole axle and grease it? Like you're you're that deep in there already. Why don't you just go ahead and just finish the job?" And I'm like, nah, dude, like, I'm just trying to tighten it up and be done with it. Like, I just make sure it doesn't fall apart on me. He's like, yeah, but like, you already have everything pulled apart. Why don't you just go and get the axle out of there and grease it? I'm like, all right. And then this like fucking trash just happens and everything. Not gets ruined, but like swing arm gets ruined and everything. I'm like, thanks, Will. Could have just tightened it up. <laughs> but he's the same. He is the same person where he's like, yeah, maybe it, it was a right time to grease it. Those bearings were absolutely trash, but. It is also a slam ham. I could have just fucking put it back together and sold it probably for more than what I bought it for because of the fact that we've all ridden and we're so freaking cool and we have a podcast. <laughs> Shut up. So the moral of the story is... Don't grease your bearings. Service your shit. <laughs> Don't grease your bearings. No, okay. I think, I think that statement needs to come with like an asterisk marked on it because it's... What, what statement? the service your bearings service your bearings if and there's like an asterisk service your bearings but like if not it's been longer than three years and you wash it once every year then like don't just run it <laughs> just run and it. yeah like, I, I guess so I, there's that point the, the moral of the story though is to get ahead of it yeah. before you get to that point so yeah the you don't run into that problem and break yeah. shit and it runs smooth and quiet Look, for its entire life. Yeah, I mean you're right. So you're right, but yeah. If you didn't change your motor oil in three years, or you say fuck it, it's already fucked already. I'm just gonna run it. You're gonna change the oil. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, that's a little different. Just run it. But you might just run it. You throw a little vinegar in there, soften things up. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to anything I really say. 
But uh, I don't know. Yeah, so the slime ham's back down for the count. That's all right. Have you ordered that part yet? Uh, no. Go ahead and do that. Yeah, I the, tried actual, to f- the actual situation. I tried to find it. It's not just like you can't just go on their website and be like, two is right side. Like, so I have to reach out to customer service. I'm sure they have it. Oh, yeah. It's not a warranty claim technically, right? It's not like, it's not crash replacement. Like I can just go find this part. It's not a frame. Find- yeah, it's just like so, I go. It's the linkage part. Yeah, so just gotta go find that part through customer service and say, "What is the cost? Ring it up. Let me buy it." But when I went and found everything else, so yeah, it's the point where buy that, go ahead and replace axles on both of those things, get a bearing kit for everything, and just freshen everything up since it's down for the count until that's in. Just get it all done at once. That'd be so nice. Yeah, It'd probably be faster than your bike, and you're not gonna be able to keep up with me anymore. You know what's gonna happen though. <laughs> It's still gonna creak. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> it will, like one hundred percent, will. Like the bikes get to a certain point where like, you can only get rid of so many sounds. That's how the stumpy is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It hits out. You're like that one's just not going anywhere. I've tried everything. It's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. The latest sound was probably the derailleur wallowing itself out of the derailleur hanger. That it's was like, a good one. Nice plus of derailleur hangers. You just replace that bad boy. Yeah, it's fifteen dollar replacement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's the Slam Ham Adventures. Though, but it's all right. It probably is. It was way past. You are right. It was way past time for this. But I mean, now the, the thing is, is like even without like while I'm waiting for this the linkage arm to come in, we got to get some heat and we got or some PB blast where we got to get that axle out because that thing's jammed up in there. Bearings can come out too though. So. It's like we've done this before. <laughs> God dang man, you're right. Also, Except this one we cannot use a torch on. I know, <laughs> but the bearing can come out with S one though. So if we <clears throat> just pull the bearing with the axle, because I'm going to do bearing replacement. The bearing can definitely come with it. Yeah, but if it's seized on, so we can take fire to the bearing. Fuck the whole bearing. It's not about the bearing. It's about the well, heat treated frame on a on a welded part of the frame. We'll get we'll get our scientist, Doctor Igor, to. to Ooh, I saw a good um, Alivo this weekend with a just a really nice weld on, um, you know, like the how the stumpies have that like arm on the side of the frame mm-hmm. connecting it down to the seat tube. Yeah, that had been rewelded on the the uh, top tube side. Nice, really? Yeah, reverse the left hand. Why not just get a warranty? I mean, I guess if you bought it secondhand or you're out of warranty. Yeah, but. you're just like, fix it yourself real quick, and you're like, oh, it's fine, and then you never Igor looked it. at it. Igor's a professional welder. Like, literally, he's like, man, that's a great weld. Problem is a heat-treated frame. <laughs> it's just gonna crack again. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. At what point are you saving money cutting corners like that, and then... I mean, I get it. You get just, it, like... You get in a situation where it's like that's the cheapest thing you can do. Like, there's no warranty available. Something yeah. out of warranty, like, you bought it off Pink Bike, whatever. Like, but it's still going to be an issue, and it could cause like injuries or something. I think it's the quickest yeah. thing to do sometimes for people, and then it works when they're like, "Oh shit, I broke it. I have a race, or I have some a trip or something." And it's a quick thing to do. Jeremy, like Jeremy on like the trip and stuff like that. So it's a quick thing to do, and then if it works, like you kind of just like out of sight, out of mind. Where you're like, I should replace it, but you're like, it's working. Yeah. But you know, like even though it's you know it's gonna fail, but like it hasn't yet. So it's just that like, uh, and then it comes up again, and it's like on a trip or it's another time, and you just try to keep like welding it. But it's probably a timing thing because you can't get the linkages for pretty cheap and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, other fun thing before we move on to some fun disc golf activities, I had a great time playing today. 
Um, we can get a little disc golf update from Drew and Will of their addiction because they are currently addicted. Um, the Slam Am somewhere along the road trip on one of the wrecks towards like the killing or the Burke on days. It's got a nice little gouge on the front forks. On the stanchions? Yeah, on the stanchions, like low down too. So it's hitting it constantly. It's not even, it's up high where it's like less in the. Sand is super glue it. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Seriously. I would, I'll try it with that. Yeah. If there's a sharp edge, you just. Barely a sharp barely edge. Barely sand it down and then you super glue in the just hole. Make it smooth. Yeah. Probably fine. I need to hire an epoxy and use something nice, but yeah. And then sand that super glue down so it's like yep. smooth. Yeah. Just flush, yeah. Just so it doesn't mess the seal up. It or works. if anyone's listening and they got just an extra Fox 40 or a Rock Shock <laughs> Upgrades, baby. Hey, Upgrades. You got, you got a couple grand laying around. No, <laughs> it's not you, got, you got an extra Fox 40. If you got an extra Fox, Fox 40. Boxer. Don't give it to Blair. Give it to me for the Sauron. No, uh, dude, come on. You very rarely ride that thing anymore. Send it at you your mom's s- house. She probably takes pictures of it and sends it to you so you can make sure it's doing okay. When was the last time you rode it? <laughs> it has been a minute, but I've been preoccupied with my actual moto. Yeah, so we're not going to put the fox square on that. It's going to go on the slam that damn hand. Thing. It's going to go on the slam hand. we got yep, to upgrade the slam hand. square one. I have too many bikes right now. Can't even keep up with them all. you got to have your mom send you pictures of them. <laughs> You, you doubled down on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit him. Just hit him. <laughs> that's Phil's funny. not entertained. He's past his bedtime. So uh, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> so what's the disc golf updates? How many rounds have you played this? How many holes well, have you played? Well, speaking of my slam ham. Yeah. I think I was thinking about it. I think you can get a, like a 180 or 190 mil air spring for a, a boxer. Yeah. Could get a like a one ninety mil twenty nine er boxer go mullet. I would love like the slam hand mullet. I think the slam hand would be hand? awesome mullet. No, no for, for my bike. For your bike? Yeah. I like mean that way you don't raise the front end up too much. Well, I haven't ridden yours, but for his that would be sick because that would raise the bottom bracket height. Mine is very similar to Will's. Like yeah, they're it. like super similar because it it's, feels low um, to the ground on the slam hand. I don't. I haven't noticed the bottom bracket on mine. Mm, not quite as much. I think mine. That's. But I just think a mullet would be sick on it. It well, and so there are a lot of different opinions on this. What my initial opinion from research, and I kind of still stand by the thought process behind it, but mulleting a true twenty-seven-five bike is one of the better ways to go because you have the rear end specifically designed around twenty-seven-five. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, people do take 29ers, and then that's the flip chips get involved and stuff like that, which helps. But like, I mean, some bikes are designed to do it with the flip chip. Yeah, but, but still, like that shortness of the actual rear, and you're just changing the geometry at that point. You can't really change chain stay length. Where like, if you're always know you're doing 27.5, a 27.5 dedicated rear end, you can have that short chain stay. Yep. And that's a part of the shortness. Mine is just geometry changes with like a linkage flip chip switch and stuff. But yeah. the chain stay length is part of some of that snappiness of a 27.5 in the back. Yeah. yeah. Some people like to just take a 29er and throw a 27.5 in the back. But you're right, 27.5, bump the travel in the front down 10 mil ideally to counteract for that bigger front wheel and then be pretty smooth. You get the yeah. rollover of 29er in the front, which is what I miss the most from my Yeti and from my Heckler when I get onto the slam ham is that rollover of 29er in the front. Trying I mean, to get into still, some like, tech even, and stuff. Even bumping down 10 mil travel, you still like you slacking the thing out a good bit. But you, you're getting t- 
10 mils still out of it, basically. Like the general calculation was like when I was doing the research for the Yeti and there probably it's may have changed a little bit, but like when they were first doing it, it was like the stack. And I don't know if it's the right word, but the height difference when you're changing from 29, 27.5 to 29 is like 20 mils about and like wheel size difference. So you bring, if you wanted to keep geometry, almost the same 20 mils would, um, of travel would bring you back down to that yeah. same crown, crown fork to crown ratio or something like that. Axle to crown. Axle to crown ratio. I yeah. mean, really almost a bigger number though is, is um, what your head tube angle ends up being. It ends up changing through all that. Yeah. Because yeah. like of the different, where you're sitting. You don't want to go like too slack with it. Mm -mm. But yeah, yeah, that was like the general thing, but like, but you're, people always like to take a bike and then add an extra 10 mil of travel, right? So it's like if you say 20 mil gets you right back to it, but then you go to 10 mil, you'll be a little taller, which is slacker. But yeah, it does get unruly sometimes when it's way too slack. Yeah. It's also the thing I could go 180 Zeb, turn the, the DH bike into a, uh, into a clash. Into a rampage that bike. That could be cool. You the saw 180 200 <laughs> Furious Clash. Just Massive. I forgot who it was, but one of the guys is taking a YT2 is to Rampage, and it's the 26-inch rear, uh, 27.5 front Zeb. It's Dylan Sark. Yeah, so you can do bar spins. I think there's a couple YT guys on that setup now. People do, you can do throw bar spins when you get off the downhill bikes and yeah. whips and stuff like that. So Interesting mix-up for Rampage. No Dylan Sark at Rampage this year. Uh, it's a big upset. Uh, well, someone someone was doing that same setup. There's I I know there's a couple of YT guys yeah. on it, but yeah, Dylan had that last year. But uh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. So how's y'all's disc golf addiction going? We need y'all need since y'all play short holes or short courses during lunch and after work. You need to start tallying total number of holes for the week. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't call it like a full blown addiction. I mean, me and Drew aren't spending. Lots of money on it yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's but what yeah, everyone starts I, when they first start doing throwing. drugs. Yeah. I'm just out here throwing. We're still trying to figure out what we have in our bags now and we're trying to stack on. I think if I'm going to get. I didn't say it was the addiction was right buying now. discs. I just said that you're, it was an addiction to. Well, it's part of an addiction. If you're spending a ton of money on it, then, That's fair. then you really know. You I really, think to buy really now know. is to buy backups of the discs I really like. Yeah. Because. We have a habit of, or I have a habit, and sometimes hitting trees, just throwing it into the woods, throwing it into the woods, and also our our lunch rounds are throwing in the gravel, basically. So that yeah, all adds of our to the wear. Just, all of our discs are trashed now. <laughs> but it's worth it though, because you just throw discs. Yeah, it's good practice out there, and there is yeah. good long throws in the parking lot too. Today was nice because it's like all my week of practices come together we probably got like 30 holes for the week we played a nine monday night at barry yeah front course front nine on that oh easily then and, and then, then all fourth, of our lunch uh, rounds a 15 today 16 15 15 today plus uh three at lunch yeah that's 18 but plus 19 if you count our warm-up hole all right if i had to quickly guess a mate i would say we do. We're at easy. We're at easy thirty for the week. No, there was that first course. We're not addicted. 
No, our new circle. <laughs> our new circle, I think we got um like six. Six or seven. With the hitting the trash can. Yeah. So that's a a triangle action going there. I feel like we played like five one day with Jason. Yeah, and then Jason's been playing too. Yeah. But it's been a lot of disc golf. It's pretty much disc golf every day now. <laughs> we're not addicted. No one said we're not addicted. We're not a full fledged addiction. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's a fair <laughs> statement. You're not you don't have yeah. the roll carts behind you yet. Our tolerance is low enough at this point where we don't have to spend tons of money on it. Mm-hmm. You know, once you build up that tolerance and you start to you buying perkies left and right. Dude, I mean, <laughs> at this point, you just need to start calling China because I think you could get something designed better than what Jason bought. My God. Oh, what Gosu or Gusu. Gusso. Those, yeah. I thought they were going to be better in the gravel. The first one he showed me has a massive just <laughs> Dude, chunk of plastic cut out. Hard as a rock, mm-hmm. just warped beyond belief. The bag he got with him was they super cute, though. They flip all over the place. Jason's been figuring them out, though. He's, yeah, he's, he's been... them today. He was... Yeah, dude, he's been getting... Like, those discs has actually been pretty can, good for he him. He can get after them. Yeah. He was, like, His driving distance has increased yeah. a lot in the last two And that's weeks. just him watching us. Give him that's one funny. of y'all's good discs one of these days and see how, like, he throws that. Drew does. I give him okay. some of mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh... I gave him not a great disc, but it was my first favorite disc that I threw into a tree too many times, and it was it had like it was a little caved in. But I was up front with that and gave it to him, and he's been throwing that one too. But his his discs they don't they don't get scratched and dinged. They just chip. Yeah, yeah, those they just it's break like away. hard plastic, and then like the good or the better. Disc golf disc are a little more pliable than that. Yep. The gravel tears that. them up yeah. a little bit still too. So different kind of wear. But yeah, yeah. It's not gouging. Like you that. can't bend them at all either. They're just they're just hard. Like yeah. there's no unwarping the warp. Yeah, they came pre warped. <laughs> they're they're just like that. Well, they came that way, right? Yeah, yeah. That's factory. That's like taco shaped. Yeah, that's fa- That's <laughs> that's the shape of. There's just a truck full of those little backpacks filled with freaking frisbees. Oh my god! And it came with a little. He got he got a <laughs> six bag. piece on Amazon for twenty bucks. Two drivers, two of the same drivers, two of the same mid range, two putters, and a a marker chip. Oh yeah, yeah. And this cute little cute bag, little bag, cute little blue bag. And it's like, <laughs> I want y'all to take them to a course. Dude, if you with that, saw someone, when the tournament's going on like the night, and I want y'all to. Have we go like, out there, and you got you got groups all over the place too, with their like nice ass roller carts, and you got Jason with three it, discs and duplicates of them with his little handbag, unzipping it and zipping it back for every single hole. <laughs> Pulling so, out one of three different discs out of the six. It's so cute. <laughs> it is so cute. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. That's good. No, where the pre-warp comes from is there's just like stacks of those getting laid up while the little Chinese kids are fucking running the factory for 18 hours. And then when they get asleep for four hours, they just go sleep on the piles of the backpacked up discs and they just get warped from like. Oh, so that's like their body shape mm-hmm. warped into the disc. 
That's how they make production yeah. to keep the volume so, high. And so the theoretically, there are probably some good ones out there. There could be some good flat ones, depending on how they sleep and stuff. Nice flat back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that y'all jumped in on that one. Thanks, guys. That's dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's been good. <laughs> so we played tonight. We just did a 15 at Shannon, which is Drew's home course. I like that course. I really do like that course. It's fun. Yeah. I love. I think, I, mean, that's, I think for the area right now, that's my top. Tryon sucks. Frontberry was much more fun this time. That was the first place I played like ever, and that was tough the first time. That and was going a very back tough to it, one. Yeah. Going back to it was fun. The front nine's a little shorter and easier. Yeah, the back nines at Barry is fun, but it doesn't have variety. Like the Shannon course has really good mix of easy and hard yeah i'm weird because y'all seem to like maybe it's just y'all bitching but y'all enjoy like the not like the back nine at shannon quite as much it's technical that's where like i'm not better or good at it but i like that a lot like that's fun to me it's it's not that we i don't think i personally i don't like it less but it's way harder it is way harder but that's more interesting to me like the fields get frustrating because it's just so open Mm -hmm. and like I don't know my my throw. The, what is it? Hole ten. The mandos on that one. Yeah, those piss me yeah. off. You go from nine and then ten. You go right into mandos and you go right into the trees and everything. And it's yeah. just a completely different yeah. experience. But like the tees boxes where there's just like a pile of trees right in front of you. Like I don't know. I seem to do better on those. I seem yeah. to focus a little bit better. Sometimes okay. I blow them, but yeah. Well, a couple of things I guess. The mandos. Um, from what I've been hearing from people playing Shannon is those holes are just busted without those mandos. What do you mean by that? So like on a hole 10, for example, it generally makes an S shape. But if you were to just do a huge hyzer or just The forehand line's it, insane. Yeah, the you could just throw straight at the basket. So uh, yeah, someone with a big arm. Yeah, gotcha. could, you could throw straight could at the basket. So they're using that. To so add a par the four becomes eagle gotcha. territory for those guys. But the next one, those mandos are hard. Which one? The the one is it the one right after that where you have the the post knocked over and you got to go hit the gap and then go left. That's ten. That's yeah. 10. But that's nine the is the baseball field one. Yeah. Even on ten, you same thing. If you can get through those first two trees. Oh, you're saying ten? You just go if straight it's, out. It's busted without the mando. Well, it's the same shot, really. Um, on nine, they want you to funnel closer to the baseball field, but what they would like the busted play was to just go as far away from the baseball field as you could and just huck it over there and it becomes a bit easier. Yeah. And then the same thing. Especially with an arm. Like yeah. yeah. And then the whole 10 is a S shape. And then you just cut off one of the, the S curves. So you that's how it, it. it just becomes a straight line basically. Yeah, you'd unlock a whole new like putting area. Yeah, like, it changes like, the forward. Area yeah, it changes if the you forward. You didn't have that three. the left mando. Yeah, towards the walking path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I like those tree ones back there. It's just I don't know. Also, I wasn't bitching. Is it's more just recognizing the challenge. That uh, and that's why it's fair. But like, I didn't mean like bad or anything. But like, yeah, I, I but lo- like the fields are frustrating to me because there's just no guidance and my throw's so mishappy and everything. One through nine is kind of like, yeah, there's some options. 
And Boris. you can you can do whatever you want really, but then once you get in the back, it's kind of like this is the shot you have to hit. Yeah. Or you mess up one of your shots and then you're off on a weird angle or something. Yeah. And then there's more trees coming yep. into play and then there's like tighter angles that yep. way. I mean, we talked about it's kind of like pool where it's like, yeah, there's your first shot, but like planning your first shot to know where like your second shot is. Like mm-hmm. you have a killer first shot, but then ends up behind a tree. Yeah. And you're like you're screwed and your second shot's really hard from there. There's a couple of them though, where you're like, you're just driving in a, a, a group of trees. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. no other option. Yeah. But that's accuracy, right? Because you get to the point where you it know is, you can pick like, those holes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's release accuracy. accuracy, which I struggle with release accuracy a lot right now. My week that's of practice. That's helping me dial it in. My week of practice culminated to that one point on, what was it, hole 12 or 13 oh, or something, where I just sent it? chucked it down the tree line and it yeah. was like that was 20 feet from beauty. the basket. Yeah. And I was like, yes. oh, man, that's what I've been working on. Yeah. It, that one felt nice. In terms of it and the experience we had this weekend, it was Thursday. We didn't talk about it on the last podcast. Maybe it was Wednesday night. It was Thursday. Maybe Thursday, one of those. It was Wednesday what, after. Week? We, we recorded last week, Wednesday at lunch. And then that evening, someone came and checked in for camping, randomly had changes planned, uh, plans change. So he decided to come out for the weekend through like Wednesday through Saturday. It was camping Wednesday night. Jared and I were talking. He came and talked to us. He's like, well, before it gets dark, like I saw y'all had some disc golf baskets. Like I keep my bag in my car. Do you care if I throw in your baskets? I was like, oh man, go ahead. He goes, that's <laughs> awesome. Y'all have them here. He's like, yeah, I play all the time and stuff. And I was just like, I was like wondering if y'all had a full course or it was just these baskets. I was like, no, it's just these baskets. I gave him, gave him like the basic three that y'all would do or whatever. It's like, but it's like, we're, you know, talking through and Jared was sitting right there and everything. But, but I was like, yeah, it's just these, the guys have them out there. But yeah, you can throw if you want. But that was the first time it was like non-advertised, nothing like that. Someone's just like, can I throw in your baskets? That's it was cool. just like it was cool to see, and it yeah. is part of like the scene where it's certain part you just keep your discs with you when you're going on a I trip. Do. You know, <laughs> Will like, does now. Yeah, yeah. like I'll find something, mm-hmm. and if not, they're there if I pass along something. But this is cool. You're like, gosh, it's, it's gonna start popping at the park more and more too. But you are right. Like if you die out there and like Saturday after race, you can't play because like parking lots packed, and that's a much yeah. different experience. Like the longer term, like finding where it's gonna end up, like living at some point. Is like it, we could, there's other areas around the park where we could put it. Where yeah, it's just so nice but right there. Having it in the lunch. parking lot for lunch, so it's like for nice. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like during yeah. the week stuff. It's but, so uh, nice for there. If we had a nine or an eighteen at the park, and it's fall time, and it's I have to drive thirty minutes to go play somewhere, and it's already dark. Yeah. Playing at the park would be so nice. Yeah. The fall time change does, man. It's changing, man. Like, we got here and started this. And it's not any later than we've started any other podcast before we started at like eight something. I don't know what time it is now, but like eight no, something. It's not our latest one. But sure. yeah, but it just feels Maybe. like it because it starts so dark already. Getting there, man. Yeah, we're it's getting there. Four minutes short of a 12 hour day today. Was it? Yeah. Shoo. So. Dang. Earlier this week, we hit the 12 hour mark. God dang. And days getting shorter. Yep. That's all right. But we'll squeeze them in. Mm-hmm. Get plenty of discs. Keep on riding. Keep on throwing. We're growing. We are.
every week. Oh, I will shout out. We did a Vince early in the podcast. That's awesome. Thumbs up. We don't have to do that. Yeah. Knock that out early. But shout out to the Narnomies. You'll be here tomorrow. You'll be there in the morning. Uh, but Narnomies, Josh Schaefer and all of the, um, and some of them. But he says he's got a group of like seven plus people coming out tomorrow. So. Is it Friday or Saturday? Today. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Technically, he's coming out Friday. He's coming out Friday. Okay. God dang it, you're right. And we, yeah, he's coming out Friday, which is right now tomorrow. But when this podcast drops today, they're on our time, Blair. So, customers on your time, you got to think about that. Yeah, but I don't even know what my time is. I'm still trying to figure out what my time is. All right, he's 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 a couple Dorito bags in now. So, So what did he do this time? I left the the flaming hot limones at the building. I'm really craving them right now. You're gonna have some, but I, I want some left for lunch tomorrow. That'd I'll just take them back to my trailer. Hold on. There's rats in the shop and stuff. So that's a fun thing. Now tomorrow I get to flip back to shop and hang out with the buddies, maybe get some lunch laps in, say what's up to our enemies yeah. when they check in. Yeah. Go yeah. back to shop life. I got the this flip floppy floppy flop. I'd say I try to come out, but you're not gonna. We have a job to look at, and um, probably be hanging out with Darren in the oh, evening. Yeah. So, yeah. oh heck yeah, busy. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. I know what you're talking about over there. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Cool. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, share, turn on post notifications. I know. Up. Click all the I buttons. gotta go. I gotta go hit the bell notification for your Instagrams. Yeah, do it. Because I'm not bell, getting the notifications the, the when you bell. post. You know when they like they zoom in on it and it's like hit the little bell. Make sure you get the post animation. The algorithm's really. being weird right now. You, you, <laughs> everyone hit the bell. I'm shadow banned. <laughs> you all must have gone unsubscribed. No, I never just said subscribe. Don't tell me I got unsubscribed because I've never subscribed. I search, <laughs> I search your page and double click check. And, and while you're down there, hit the like button. And watch your YouTube videos for a reason because I don't want to subscribe. I only want to watch them when I want to watch your YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't get my likes. Can you like? You can't like on a podcast platform. Very good. Very good. No, you can't. Yeah, Spotify has like hearts and stuff. Some people respond to our podcast every now and then. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 You can interact. Just uh, Feel send free. your likes and follows into the void. I do have to approve. So if it's anything messed up, I'm not going to approve it. Maybe I will. <laughs> What's messed up to you, Blair? That's a fair point. That, where's that line? That's a fair point. So <laughs> we'll see what gets approved and doesn't get approved. But. If cookie monster tits aren't that's not publicly that's not publicly getting blasted out there. That's funny. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah.